Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of this podcast is to use science and use experience to talk to you about the real deal of health and fitness and really get behind why things work so we understand what we should be doing. And if we understand what we should be doing, it's going to be a lot easier to do it, in my opinion. All right. So today I'm going to talk about hormones because it's like really, really important. And I know I've done other podcasts on it, but it's so important. I just need to keep talking about it because you know what? People need to hear it and they ask me a lot of questions about it. And I just think it is so important. So we're going to talk about them again today. Before I get to that, let me thank Jonathan and his beautiful wife, Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. Look, they're flat out the best. They're professionals. Jonathan has a degree in real estate from Florida State and Lynn has her MBA. That means they went into this understanding they're going to be professionals and lifers in the real estate industry. And when the market's starting to kind of slow down a little bit like it is now, this is when you really need people that know what they're doing. So give them a shout. 386-451-2412. All right. So let's talk a little bit about hormones. All right. So we have different systems in the body. We have the skeletal system. We have the neuromuscular system. And we usually think of the neuromuscular system when it comes to working out, strength training especially, right? So, of course, neuromuscular is very, very important. In other words, when we lift weights, we are strengthening our muscles, which change our body. Now, I don't like to call it just the muscular system by itself because it's not. It's the neuromuscular system. What that means is the brain sends the signals to the muscles, what muscles have to move and how much of the muscle has to move. It sends feedback back to the brain. Then the brain sends more feedback back to the muscles and that changes just how many muscle fibers you're going to recruit and all that. So there's a huge, huge relationship between the two. So I like to talk about our body in the form of systems. But we also have another system that is greatly influenced by our working out and greatly influenced by both our aerobic exercise and our anaerobic exercise and especially the part of anaerobic exercise which is resistance training and that is the endocrine system and it's the endocrine system that we need to think about when we're talking about hormones okay so hormones are chemical messengers that's what they are. They send messages to the brain. They send messages what we need, what we're low on, what we're short of, and all that good stuff. So they're basically just chemical messengers. I shouldn't say just because they are critical. I mean, they affect so many things. Let me give you an example in my world. All right. So when Guys want to increase their muscle mass. I say guys because, you know, they're typically the ones that are more concerned with putting on 
more muscle and there's nothing wrong with that. So when, um, when they want to put on more muscle and they come to me and they talk about what they need to do to do that, you know, there are two schools of thought on that. So there is, you know, lift pretty darn heavy weights and really focus on strength. In other words, like getting stronger. Now, there's no question that as we get stronger, we increase muscle mass. But if we only focused on that part of the exercise prescription for strength training, in other words, if we only focused on getting stronger and not the other aspects of lifting weights, we're not going to fully maximize our potential for getting bigger, which is what a lot of guys want. And I'm just simply using this as an example so you can understand how important these chemical messengers are. All right. So in order to really maximize muscular development, we need to actually get further into a strength set and get what we call anaerobic. Now that takes usually 30 seconds or longer before we're into anaerobic metabolism. Prior to that, we're pretty much in the immediate energy system, which means that, and I'm not trying to get like too wordy and, and lose people in all this, which might seem irrelevant to the topical hormones, but it's really not. So just bear with me for a second. So if we're in that immediate energy system, we're basically not in anaerobic. So we're not deriving any sort of hormonal response if the set, meaning like, you know, you're doing a set of 10 or something on the leg extensions or something like that, lasts less than 30 seconds or so, we're pretty much relying on the ATP that is stored in the muscle. So we don't have to get anaerobic to get there. All right. So think about if you've ever lifted really heavy weights and you're trying to say bench press a record for yourself or squat or whatever, just lift something one or two times, right? So it's really heavy, right? It's hard to lift the weight, no question about it, but you don't feel burn, right? You don't feel the muscles burning. Like when you get on that leg extension and you're somewhere around rep 10 or 11 and your quads feel like you're, they're on, fire. So you don't feel that with really low reps, right? So you're getting stronger with that and you're going to get what we call mechanical hypertrophy in that to get a little bit bigger. That means that the muscle fibers are going to split a little bit and come back stronger in hypertrophy. That's great. But when people want to get bigger versus stronger, now keep in mind, you can't separate the two completely. But like there's a difference between people that are only interested in bodybuilding, like increasing their muscle mass, of course, to get stronger, but like their main emphasis is on getting bigger and people that are only interested in, in getting stronger. And if they get a little bigger along the way, which they will, they take that. There's a difference. So you're going to see the majority of professional or near professional bodybuilders training mostly with pretty high reps, like rarely do they go below eight repetitions and they're upwards around 15 and 20 sometimes. So they're doing really high reps. So they have figured out and sometimes, you know, like I always say, don't ask a racehorse how they get fast. So sometimes 
the elite athletes don't know necessarily why things work, but they've had good coaching or they've done their own research. And sometimes they really just do know what's going on. But I will give them credit. So the elite bodybuilders have really known for years that they've got to do higher repetitions to increase their muscle mass. They just can't rely upon very low repetitions to do that. All right. So you listen to the method to the madness because now you need to know why. That's because the hormonal response is greater when you're doing higher repetitions, meaning your body then produces more testosterone and human growth hormone and insulin growth factor F, which those are the big three of muscle hypertrophy, testosterone, human growth hormone, and insulin growth factor F. They are like the big three of hormones for increasing your muscle mass. So as your set continues longer in duration, so higher repetitions, and the muscles start to burn, 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 that means you're getting more of an acute response from those three hormones. And your muscles can't grow without them. They can't grow without them. Now, I'm not an advocate of all of taking synthetic steroids. Like, I mean, if you work with your doctor and he's got a reason for you to take it, okay, whatever. I'm staying out of that mess. Like, I'm not going to give an opinion on that because I don't know what's best for you. But people that are taking them off the street, so to say, I mean, I've never agreed with that. I mean, there's huge side effects with that. Typically, we don't know completely what we're taking. We're not monitoring our blood. So I'm not a fan of that. So please don't think or tell somebody I'm saying take steroids because that's not what I'm saying at all. But that is why people take them. Like you can't grow without more hormones. Now you can naturally produce more and that's the beauty of training correctly. That's why I want to get people to understand when we do higher reps like that, we are creating more of an acute response of those three hormones that lead to growth. We are increasing it. So the beauty of it is as much as you hate the burn, you are now can be guaranteed that you have more of those beautiful hormones floating through your system creating growth. Yes, the burn sucks, no doubt about it. And, you know, if we do uh, an entire workout and our muscles are burning and the whole time and we're not used to it, yes, it can make us nauseous. So there's side effects to hard work. There's no question about it. It sucks at the time, but the beauty of it is it really, really works. Why does it work? Because it's a guarantee that when you're producing enough lactate, we're also getting anaerobic. And if we're getting anaerobic, we're producing more human growth hormone, we're producing more testosterone. Yes, you too, ladies. And we're producing more insulin growth factor F. Those are the big three. Now, once you stop working out, they do not stay elevated. That's a lie. That's a myth. So once we stop, that acute response stops as well. And again, that's why a lot of these people who are taking things illegally or whatever are taking them because there's no real way to raise these levels at rest. They get elevated while we work out. They do not stay elevated. They just don't. That's another beauty to training anaerobically or with some high intensity. But again, we can overdo things. So, you know, we don't want to do that every day. All right. So that's an example. But, you know, most of the time, a lot of the questions about the hormonal system come 
more from women who are experienced menopause. Well, it's really, it's the same thing. Like the endocrine system is critical and, you know, there's always the debates about taking hormones and all that. And again, I'm not going to, you know, step into that. That's between you and your doctor. I can say though, that one of the things that greatly helps us with that is to exercise and exercise correctly. So like ladies who are going through menopause or close to menopause and are starting to feel the effects of that, which is, you know, easier weight gain, hot flashes and things like that, sleepless nights, all of that, you know, and by the way, men go through some of that too. I mean, they go through a testosterone decline, they go through depression, um, you know, feeling less strength, less energy, those types of things. So it is natural that our body peaks at a certain age and then all the systems start to decline a little bit. But we want to always do the best we can to stop as much decline as possible. So in the case of the endocrine system, one of our advantages is exercising correctly too. But as I said, it's really no different than the men or ladies, whatever, but that are trying to train for more muscle mass. So if you really want to kind of fight back and raise your testosterone levels, ladies, it's the same thing. We want to work with intensity because we're forcing our body to produce more testosterone during that workout, which is going to have effects on the body. Now, again, you might go online, you might go on your silly Instagram account and some hack is going to tell you that kind of the same thing, but they're going to lie and they're going to say, and it's going to stay elevated. That's not true. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going to like, you're not going to, um, have a world's a difference, but you are going to have a difference. And as I just told a client, you know, it's so important to think if we just get 1% better, like if we just start to get a little bit better and kind of get through things, then we're getting better, right? So if you feel a little bit better today than yesterday, that's a win. And we can use exercise to manipulate our endocrine system so we can start to feel better to start to ward off some of the effects of aging. But we do have to understand, yes, going to the gym is great, no question about it, but we do have to go in with a mission of, you know what, I, I kind of want to feel the burn. You know, if you just if you just tell yourself that, I used to say to people all the time, as a matter of fact, I had t-shirts made and on the back it said, if it's burning, it's working. So like if we go into that mindset, like if we really... I mean, sure, paying attention to the weights and the loads are great because then you can feel good about yourself knowing you're getting stronger, all good. But that's kind of like extrinsic focus, like you're focused on extrinsic things, and that's good. But another thing we can learn from some of the elite bodybuilders and fitness competitors is they're a little bit more intrinsic with that. Like they focus more on the feel, right? So if you go into a set and go, okay, he handed me these weights and I'm not sure what I think of that, but I do know I'm going to continue to just keep going. And when I start to feel the burn, I'm going to say, okay, this is working. This is a good thing. And then you're basically going to stay in that burn, really focusing on the muscle. So if you really dial into how it feels, that is going to help you more with this endocrine battle. So we really want to like kind of turning in a little bit, you know, the famous Arnold Schwarzenegger used to talk about the pump. It's really the same thing. Like 
I mean, he was a bodybuilder versus a powerlifter, and I, and I do believe, based on what I know of him, he did like to, you know, pay attention to how much weights he was lifting. But at the same time, you know, and it's probably why he's one of the greatest of all time at what he did, is he really felt on the intrinsic feeling. Like, he loved the pump. He would always say, and he still does, you know, I, I get his emails and listen to him because I've always enjoyed Arnold. But he talks about, like, the pump. Like, he goes to the gym and he focuses on the pump. Now, for those that don't know, the pump is nothing more than when you start to work out, not only is your endocrine system changing, so that's a cool thing, but your capillaries open up a lot more. So when you start using the particular muscles, what ends up happening is the capillaries open up in the muscles that you're you're using. And so it's like a 40 to 1 ratio, which is an amazing statistic, but it's true. So, you know... You're, you're opening up like 40 to 1, 40% more into your, no, 400% more blood vessels. And so the blood is pouring into the muscles that you're actually working. And that's what a pump is. The blood is literally pouring more into the muscle. So again, that's only happening after you've done enough repetition. So there's beauty in doing higher reps. All right. So he would focus on the field. He'd say, oh, I want the pump, you know. And, and that's great. I mean, if that, you know, uh, if that's how you think of it or think of the burn, but I really want you to think about that. Another thing is some people don't like to sweat, but the, the other side of it is when we start to sweat like that, we are changing our internal system. So we are purposely warming up. We're raising our temperature slightly. That is why we are starting to sweat. And again, that is changing our systems too. So it's not just about going into the gym and checking off your list. As I always say, there's a reason why we want to say, stay really intrinsic on certain things, you know, just focus on when you're doing some cardio, getting that heart rate up, looking at it and saying, you know, okay, I just want to push it up from where, from where it is. Like just push that heart rate up a little bit and try to work up a sweat when you're doing that. Try to change the systems do what your body doesn't want to do because sometimes everything just starts to slow down a little bit and all we need to do is speed it up and then when we go into the gym to lift our weights and do our resistance training you know we think about okay so like here at Maxwell's and forever I've always focused on more higher reps now there's no question I'll go heavier with some that are uh, trying to build some strength and some of the Younger kids, like 19, 20 years old, you know, they really focus on a big bench and all. That's cool. I mean, because I want people to feel good about themselves. And there's no question that that's going to make you feel good about yourself, too. But, you know, the majority of people need to be doing higher repetitions where they're really, really, really feeling the resistance. And I don't just do that because it's safer. It is. I mean, anytime you're using a little bit less load for higher reps, it's safer. That's true. But I don't do it for that reason because I always coach good form. Our trainers coach good form. Ellen coaches good form. So, you know, we're not going to let somebody get hurt. But the other reason is, is because we are going to get stronger doing high reps, but then we're going to get all the other beautiful things out of it. We are going to change that endocrine response. We're going to change it where we're not going to with lower reps. Now, again, why? Well, it simply comes back to the energy systems and the length of how long sets last. So if we're not at 30 seconds, we're again, we're using more of what I call, not what I call, what is called the immediate energy system. And that means 
you're using the ATP currently stored in your muscle. You don't have to go outside of that to produce more, which is where anaerobic or aerobic metabolism comes in. So if the set is too short, we're simply not getting into that system. So we're only getting one side of strength and one side of hypertrophy. So it's, it's not about the rep number. It's that the reps take a certain amount of time, right? So let's say you're doing five repetitions and you're doing them moderately fast in one to two seconds per rep, right? So that means that the longest, that was a 10-second repetition. It's just simply not long enough. Stronger, yes, you're going to get a neurological adaptation. Yes, you're going to get some tears in the muscle fibers where they have to come back stronger. Yes, but you're not making a dent in the endocrine system when you're training really heavy like that. And as we get older, I keep repeating myself because it's important you know, we have to influence the endocrine system because I would say it's, I mean, I don't know. I hate, I hate ranking things because then somebody's going to come back at me and say, oh, you say it's more important than this, but you know what? I'm going to do it. Maybe the most important system we need to worry about as we get older. So we really need to think about that. And again, we can't do everything, right? I mean, it's not going to restore your testosterone levels of when you were 22 for either gender, right? And yes, ladies, we have testosterone. You know, it's very important. The menopause issue is largely uh, caused by testosterone drops with that. So we have to pay attention. Like all the hormones need to stay in balance. That's why, you know, the body is such a beautiful thing. It was created in balance and we need to do the best we can to try to control it and, and try to help ourselves with that. All right. So one final point on this. One of the things that's always like bugged me is, you know, when people say, well, I'm going to go to the gym and do higher reps with lighter loads because I don't want to get bigger. All right. So no, that's not why we use higher reps and lighter loads here again, because that is really faulty thinking. What's funny is, as you just learned, you're actually going to get bigger, so to say, by doing the higher reps too close to failure like that because of every reason I just stated. So it just goes to show you how these, you know, social media icons out there telling you that silly stuff, you know, it, it, they're backwards on it, right? And the way we determine how big we're going to get as in how muscular is we pick our parents. So if you're genetically geared towards that, you can probably look at a weight and get bigger and, if you're not, no matter how many hours you put in the gym and how great your diet is, and even if you take something synthetically, you're probably not going to grow a whole lot. So that has nothing to do with it. So, so take that out of the equation that has nothing to do with it. So when people say they want to improve their tone, they want to improve their tonicity, what that means is they're increasing their muscle mass slightly, they're decreasing their body fat, and they look a million times better. That's what that means. It has nothing to do with our rep ranges or load ranges at the gym, despite what anybody will tell you. So, you know, get that out of the way. And remember that, you know, doing moderately high reps is really the best way to tackle that. And I always put that somewhere between, say, 10, maybe a little bit higher, and 20 reps and trying to get the failure in that range. There's nothing wrong with lower reps, but like that's, Again, the time, the, the rep range that works pretty good because, again, it all comes back to time because if you're doing, say, a two or three second or even one second uh, repetition, which is super, super fast, if you're doing enough reps like that, you're going to get anaerobic. So that's really the reason why we want to do that. Um, and again, I can't stress 
the importance of this and really understanding our endocrine system because it is so important. I hope this tied up some some things with people. Um, keep the questions coming. This came from a good conversation I had with a client about that. And um, you know what? Probably not very long, a couple weeks, you might see another one on the endocrine system because it is so important. All right. And speaking of importance, there's nothing more important than customer service, in my opinion. And I just was speaking to somebody about that, about another industry. And like, you know, you go to places and you just get crappy service. And it's like, it doesn't matter how nice it is. It doesn't matter, you know, how good the food is or, or how good whatever it is. If the service sucks, they suck. Right. And I, that's my number one. So overhead door of Daytona Beach. I mean, they just have the best service. I mean, people call and they get people calling them back. They talk to you. And I personally know Jeff and Zach Hawk, the owners, and man, they do all they can to make sure they're putting the best product out there. And I know that. I, I vouch for that personally. So if you need any help with your garage door service or new products, give them a shout at overheaddoordaytona.com.